Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. And welcome to the last episode of the first season of Human Becoming. If you are here, I am assuming that you have been with me throughout this entire season, and I think I can stray from my usual podcast introduction for this very special occasion. When I started thinking about this podcast, I was filled with a lot of fear and doubt. I was scared to share myself and my story so vulnerably with the world. I was scared that my story was simply my own, that no one would relate to it or find resonance in it or in parts of it. I was scared of the judgment of others too, and I was consumed with the sense that the world— and you, my dear listener, would affirm that I am not good enough, that my story is not one worth sharing, and that I shouldn't have even tried to do so. To which I say, hello again, shame. (laughs) But through this journey, I have been so affirmed by the world. I am so honored to have had the opportunity to tell this story or these stories, because I think they are important even more so in the world that we live in now. I think the gift of madness is making itself more known than ever before, and I hope we will all have more opportunities to learn from and with it, to be taught and guided by madness, by this deep, compassionate, world-opening rage and joy. In birthing these stories and bringing this knowledge into the world, I too have been birthed in such a spectacular way. And in light of that, I want to start this episode with a reintroduction, as who I was a few weeks ago is very different from the person that I am now. And so, hello. I am a healer and a healer becoming. One of my greatest challenges this year was really stepping into that role and realizing that it is my purpose, and so it is how I show up in the world every day. It is not a job or an occupation or a role that I can opt in and out of. It is who I am and it is why I am here. In last week's episode, I asked what your sacred work is. What would you be doing if it weren't for the constraints of capitalism and our world order? I am very grateful that my sacred work is the work that I am doing now, and outside of capitalism, it would only become fuller, because without the constraints of finances, I would be able to work with every human being in meeting themselves fully, and opening themselves up to the immensity of their life and their human experience. (laughs) I realize that I don't literally mean every human being, but you get (laughs) the gist. And so, I am a healer. That is my purpose, and I am grateful for the past iterations of myself that have made this becoming possible. Through this podcast... I have also started to deepen my understanding of my sacred work, and I know for me, this work is about reconnecting human beings with each other, with spirit, with the land, and with ourselves. 
It is about returning to source and guiding people on their journeys of return. I am so, so tremendously grateful for the tools that I am learning and receiving in order to do this sacred work. And there are so many exciting updates in my journey that I would love to share with you. <laughs> my ancestors and I are laughing because I have a huge mouth. <laughs> it's impossible for me to keep secrets or not to share of myself with the world, but there are some huge transformations and changes taking place in my life right now. As I have done with this season, I look forward to sharing that journey with you when it is nearing completion and when I have mined the insights and gifts and wisdoms of that work. But I am just slightly annoyed <laughs> that I can't share that with you now. If you feel so cold, I would love it if after this episode you would sit down to reflect on who you are now, where you are in your journey of becoming human, what has been birthed for you as we have walked through this journey together? Where do you have more clarity and where are you still seeking it? I invite you to reintroduce yourself to me, whether in spirit or through writing, and to reintroduce yourself to the world, to the universe. Even if this is in prayer, you don't have to stand on your balcony and shout it out, although you absolutely can if you feel cold to. We are constantly being birthed. We are constantly decaying. We are constantly being made anew and different with the dances of death and life, of decay or return and birth or release. Honor this birthing. If anything, 2020 has been an enormous year in our individual and collective becoming. We have experienced enormous birthing pains, but I believe that these pains, this suffering, is moving us through a dark birthing channel, the Earth's anarchic womb, and we are being birthed anew. This is an incredibly sacred time, too, in terms of the planets. We have the Great Conjunction happening today, tomorrow, tomorrow, where Jupiter and Saturn will be aligned in Aquarius for the first time in centuries. We are moving out of the age of Pisces and into the age of Aquarius, an age of newness or birth, of stepping into who we really are as humans, into our individual and collective gifts. An age where we will shine and bring our light fully into the world. Just last week, we had the solar eclipse and the new moon in Sagittarius, opening doors to fresh energy and newness, too. Astrologically, this is an incredible moment that we are living through. We are living through the transition of ages. We are living through the end of an old system and the birth of a new world order, I want to sit in the grief of that decay, of all that we have lost, the people we have lost, the world we once knew. There will never be a return to what we are moving away from, and personally, transitions are the scariest thing for me. <laughs> They're terrifying, but in my life... I've seen how profoundly healing and transformative these transitions can be. 
So, we allow ourselves to sit in the grief, to sit in the mourning, to carry those immense experiences of loss and despair. And here, too, we release into the process of our decay the births and deaths that take place in our bodies and in our larger body. I've said this, but the earth. (laughs) Here, take a moment to reflect on what it is that you are ready to release. Where can you meet this decay and ask it to recycle something in your life that no longer serves you? I know I am ready to release my fears to this enormous decay. I thank them for how they have served me and protected me, for what they have led me towards and what they have taught me. And with this enormous gratitude, I release them. I allow them to decay, to return to the enormous aliveness pouring through this universe and to transfigure into something else, something different. Perhaps a new teacher for me or some other being in the universe. I thank this fear, and I release it. I move then towards birth. Birth, the bringer of newness, that which transmutes and transfigures this incredible aliveness into the world that we experience. Birth, which has created all that we see and touch. Birth, which is responsible for the creation and the constant unfolding of the universe as it expands and births more and more aliveness. I thank this incredible force, this incredible teacher, and I take a moment to reflect on what it is that I will birth as we continue to walk forward into life. For me, I continue to birth myself and to birth the universe. I continue to connect with spirit, to allow myself to transcend any sense of individualism, knowing that I am part of this enormous, unimaginable, literally inconceivable hugeness. I am part of the universe birthing itself, and in that way, I am the universe. I continue to birth this immense knowing, as it is from this place of deep connection that I am able to birth myself as a healer, and I am able to commit myself deeply to this work that reconnects. Dear listener, what is it that you will birth as we walk forward into this tremendous unfolding together? I want to honor life and death, birth and decay, and this enormous transformation that we have birthed this year. We have seen the fullness of life in its unfolding and recycling, and I believe We are being invited, especially in this moment, on this sacred Sunday, right before the Great Conjunction, (laughs) to see those forces, to see what is being birthed and decayed through us, and what larger processes of birth and decay we are a part of. In thinking about how I would end this podcast season, I reflected deeply on the journey that we went on together, 
I walked with you through my journeys with teachers like psilocybin, compassion, and anger. I have walked with you through my descent and then uh, ascent into madness. In doing this, I have sought to walk you through my journey in its fullness and complexity and paradoxes as best as I can. I am trying, in a language that is so limiting, to capture the immensity of this process of becoming human, how I have been thrust into mine, and my hope is that you have begun, or continue to deepen the process, of stepping into yours. Everyone's journey is so different, and that's why I believe storytelling and story sharing are so important. As humans, we understand stories. Stories are a part of who we are. We are wired to tell stories, to create stories, to remember stories. It is a beautiful thing about us. And only you, dear listener, can tell your story. And your story is important. It is valuable. It offers insights into who you are and into who we are, into our collective humanity and all the stories that weave us together. So, I hope that this season has inspired you not only to look at your story, but to start sharing it. Through art, through letters, through dance and song, share your story. Share yourself with the world. We need you so desperately. This is the time, dear one, to spread your wings, however tentatively, and begin to fly. I want to hear your story. I want to learn from and with you. I want to see the world through your eyes and know what only you know. I look forward to seeing what this dance together holds and what we will continue to learn and create in and through it. This is all to say, I thought about all the teachers and the lessons that I have mined from this year, all the stories that my body has to share in this moment, and in all these lessons and all these teachings, I want to honor a being that is more than a teacher, a being who is our mother, the earth, the land, the one who makes all that is possible the one who makes our flesh possible, our embodiment possible, the one who cares for and cradles us and holds us in all of our humanity. It is only right to end this journey with my deepest thanks to the earth. I often say to people that this journey has taught me to live in the earth, with the earth, <laughs> So often we humans live as if we are apart from the earth, as if the earth is simply our playing field for the drama of humanity to unfold. And in living in this way, as if we are apart and not of, we hurt ourselves and we hurt all other beings that reside in this beautiful world with us. If you know me, you know that I love attachment theory. <laughs> and the earth has become my most secure attachment. She is with me wherever I go, 
wherever I am, and I know that there is nothing that can disconnect me from this large body, from my home, from my life giver. I am so grateful for this gift, and I want everyone to experience it, because everyone can. Moving through the world without this connection, I felt alone all of the time. My life often felt so meaningless. I didn't know why I was here or whether there was any reason for me to be here. And now I do. And all of these shifts, these transformations and this decay has been made possible by the earth. I know why I am here, why I chose to come here, and I know that I am part of this enormous unfolding where we are all endlessly offered into life. I know that there are no beginnings and no endings, that this aliveness is always here and has always been here. When my body returns to this earth, to this soil, I will still be a part of this huge aliveness. I will never and can never be taken away from it. I am always a part of it. I have always been a part of it. And dear listener, so are you. Even if you do not know it yet, even if you have not connected to the land and to the earth and to the enormity of this immense process of which you are a part, you are the earth. I wanted to give some quick insights into how I connect with the earth and with this eternal oneness. There's no right or wrong, and you can connect in whatever way feels right for you. I guess at the beginning of this process, I thought many of these practices had to be done in a certain way, with certain rules, <laughs> and now I know that we have the ability to connect with the earth whenever we breathe. As I breathe in the air that nourishes my earth body, that travels around this world and nourishes every other human and more than human body, I connect when I open my eyes in the morning and take a moment to simply see, to remind myself that I am alive, that I am a part of this enormous unfolding. I connect with the earth when I stand, with my feet rooted in the soil, in the grass, in the lake or the ocean or the pond or the puddle after the rain. I connect with the earth when I burn my mpepo and offer tobacco to all of my earthly ancestors and feel the rich, full scent of these wonderful plant medicines fill my senses. I connect when I allow myself to feel alive and see the aliveness in everyone when I see the beauty and the aliveness of every being that I encounter as I move through the world, and when I honor their aliveness, the God within their Buddha nature, whatever you want to call it or understand it as, for me, it is honoring every being that I encounter as a part of this unfolding, of this world, and thus a part of me. It is too when I eat and move to a conscious eating where I honor the food that has been placed before me, that the earth has produced to nourish my body. It is looking up at the world, at every part of it, 
and realizing the aliveness and connectedness in everything and honoring that which connects, that which births, that which brings life forth. As we move out of this episode, I want to encourage you to take out a pen and a paper or your journal and to write. They say that one of the most important parts of all learning is the integration phase. We are completing this journey together, and I hope you will take some time to reflect on what this journey has meant for you and for your life, for your becoming. What have you learned throughout this journey that you will take forward with you? What are the relationships with humans, ancestors, self, or other beings that you hope to deepen as we walk forward into life? And what has this journey taught you about how you want to show up in the world, what becoming human means to you, and what do you want this next chapter of the unfolding to look like? What do you want to call into your life, even if it scares you? You, dear human, are magnificent. You are loved and you are cherished, and your contributions to the world matter. They matter to me, they matter to the beings that you share space and life with, they matter to your ancestors and to the world. Your story and your voice matter, your gifts matter, your unique being matters so much more than either you or I could conceptualize. My deepest wish for you, as we move into this new chapter, is that you will be able to step into the truth of who you are, of your incredible gifts and capabilities, even if they are only beginning to unravel and make themselves known to you, even if they are still germinating seedlings waiting to sprout their heads from the soil. Pay attention to where you are drawn, to your passions, to the things that enliven you, when you talk about them or experience them. Pay attention to your fears, too. Often, our fears serve to point us towards that which is our purpose, and our fears come up most strongly when we begin to choose life, because choosing to live as who we are in this world is terrifying. But it is so needed. It is the greatest gift that you could offer this world, to be yourself, because that is what you came here to do. I hope, as you have seen me walk my journey through chaos and suffering and joy and heartbreak and love, you have started to gain insight into yours. I can't wait to see what it holds for you and what gifts you will bring into the world because of it. I can't say when the next season will be because I can tell that there are processes that I need to walk through before I can recommence this portion of the work. And so, I say goodbye, knowing that goodbyes are obsolete in a world as entangled as ours. I say, see you soon, and go well on your journey. I say, I say, I love you, and I care about you, and I am rooting for you, always. I say thank you, for what we have shared, and what we will continue to share. I say, signing off, take care.